It's the final countdown. This is the last Playmaker betting football show of the season. Me and Garrett have been here since day 12. (laughs) (laughs) But we've been giving you winners for a while. This is our last show of the football season. It's the last game. It's a Super Bowl. Prop heavy. Garrett, we made it, dude. It's the end of the season, man. Congratulations. I know, man. Congrats to us. Congrats to everybody that, you know, has been riding the waves with us. It's It's been a roller coaster ride, but we've been making money throughout the entire yeah. year. Hate to see it go, though, unfortunately. We appreciate everybody watching and participating. And, uh, yeah, even if you hate on us, whatever. If you don't like our picks, totally fine. You you are, you know, just as well as we do. We're, we're nobody special. We look at lines, we look at stats and all that kind of stuff. We're just here to provide some entertainment, give you some information, and that's what we're here for, right? Absolutely, bro. Last week of the season, last game, we have the Super Bowl. But before we get into Super Bowl stuff, we should probably talk about the best football player to ever play the game, especially from the quarterback position, Tom Brady. How much did his ass cheek sand sell for? I don't know, man. Seven uh, hundred, something crazy like that, bro. Like close, to, close to a milli, easy. I think no, I think it was like <laughs> seven. I think it was up, like grand. almost a hundred thousand dollars, and I think it went down. Oh, seventy, seven hundred dollars. Oh, really? But like, who Could went over? Who went over there? Just like scooped up a little bit of a sand and were like, "I'm gonna sell this shit." And somebody, dude, somebody. somebody knew it. They knew like exactly where he was. They're like, "Oh, I'm in St. Pete, or I'm in Tampa." And um, I know exactly where he's at. I'm going to scoop up this sand and um, sell it for ass cheek money. Bro, that's that's just – that's something else. And people will take that shit and they'll, they'll, they'll frame it and be like some ass cheek sand from uh, from the goat himself. Tom, people are weirdos, Tom dude. <laughs> Bro, it's crazy. But, like, people do that, though. People um, are super weird. Oh, I'm just retweeting. Sorry, I just want to retweet our live stream – 216 people. Thank you guys for watching. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, appreciate the love everybody's showing us and for hanging out. Um, check out personal pages and Playmaker for all of our prop betting, um, all of our side bets, all that other kind of good stuff. We got uh, a lot of stuff going on, right, Garrett? Absolutely. But before we get into picks, I want to know what's your, your favorite dish that you're going to be uh, chopping on this weekend uh, for Super Bowl. Um, sorry, I was just tweeting this out. Um, my favorite dish is a um, something I don't know if a lot of people have had it before, but it is a um, a barrel aged bourbon. <laughs> That's it. I'm drinking nope. whiskey. I'm drinking yeah. whiskey. <laughs> It's gonna be drinking whiskey all night. No, dude, I'm I'm heavy. I'm heavy into appetizers, dude. Like the best part of a wedding. Anytime I go to a wedding, best part is a cocktail hour. I love the the apps, the finger foods, the the Burgers. shrimp, the mushrooms, um, yeah. any kind of little finger foods. Appetizer, all about the apps, dude. I will take apps over an entree any day of the week. All about well, it. Yeah. So, anytime you got dips, chip, um, all those little finger foods, I'm all about that. So I'll I'll fill up a little bit on it. What I want to do is get a good base. So I'll have a cocktail. I'll probably have three cocktails before before kickoff because I'm watching it with a bunch of Eagles fans. Like I'm watching it with my wife and her family, all Eagles fans. So I'm, I'm super excited. Like it means a lot to them. It's oh, like yeah, sure. you know, 
I've never I've I've watched one Super Bowl of my life where it meant something to everybody. When the Bears were in the Super Bowl in 2007, I watched it with people who were invested. Like this is our team. This is exciting. So since then, this is gonna be the first time I'm watching it. You know, nobody watches it with like a Patriots fan unless you're in Boston or whatever. So yeah, I'll be watching with Eagles fans. So I'm very excited for that. So I'll probably have my 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 plan. Like I probably have three cocktails before kickoff. Right, be feeling loosey goosey. Make sure all my bets are locked in. Um, do a little round, probably do a roundabout on the appetizers, you know, get the bread, get the artichoke dip, nachos, shrimp, scampi, whatever it is. Um, and then just pretty much keep it light. I keep it light, keep it to like fish and some chips and dips. And then uh, it's pretty much heavy alcohol and, um, and gambling. <laughs> it's pretty much heavy alcohol and gambling. That's, that's the way to go though. That That's really the way to go. I'm, I'll have my IPAs on deck, obviously. Got to hit a total wine over here. Get my my IPAs, and then Samesy uh, dude, Tonewood Brewery of South Jersey. Um, but yeah, tell me tell me what, what you're feasting on. Well, obviously finger foods, but then I make potato skins from scratch. So I'm yeah. ready to get into that. You know, okay. Carving out my my potatoes, making them nice and cheesy with the bacon, and chop it up and sour cream. Yeah. Yo, bro, it's my favorite. All right. So are you hosting then or you're hosting then? Oh, oh, I'm hosting myself and my family here. No, I got no one to come over. So it's just it's just me eating all this food. This you, the wife and the kids. Yep, that's it. And I'm just cooking for me, me, me and the kids and the wife. And uh, yeah, just uh, enjoy. They'll enjoy the commercials while I'll enjoy the game. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Just just get fat and drink and enjoy enjoy the bets that we're gonna be placing, enjoy the money that we're gonna be making, enjoy the last game of the season. Bro, it's very important to be in an environment that is conducive to how you want to watch the game. I went to a Super Bowl party last year. Don't want to throw anyone under the bus, but um my cousin in laws, like they were flipping up and back between golf, and I'm just like, <laughs> what are we doing, dude? Why are we flipping up and back? Leave the fucking game on. And shut the fuck up during the game and talk during the commercials. And everyone's like, oh, the Bengals have the ball. I'm like, Where, what happened? Why are they on the 30-yard line? So <laughs> I need to be – I want to be in an environment that's conducive to watching the game and being serious, dude. So right. that's why I'm happy. I'm with the Eagles fans. They're going to be into it. So it'll be a good environment to be watching this game. Obviously, look at my fucking shirt, dude. Look at my hat. Look at my background. We're all fucking Philly nowadays, dude. Yep. Ingratiated like myself the last year so. It's fucking ride. Even though you're not in Philly right now, you're in that you know that South Jersey phase going on over there. But I am 19 to... minutes away from the stadium. <laughs> I went into Philly today for a doctor's appointment. 19 minutes away. Okay. But yes, so you're ba- you're basically Philly. You're I'm basically Philly. You know, right over me. right over the bridge. You're right. Shout out, shout out to Brandon. Brandon, thanks for the like on Facebook. Appreciate my man, CEO, leader of our fearless brand playmaker. Thank you, my man. Uh, hope we make you proud. Let's get into the last game of the NFL season. Garrett. Let's give a shout out first. Let's give a shout out first to our friends at points bet. Cause we don't want to um, upset anybody over at points, bet. <laughs> guys, there's a QR code down there. All you got to do is scan it and you get a claim up to $2,000 in free bets. It's very simple. Use a code PLAYMAKER. It's my favorite book of choice, and that's not because they're a friend of the show. 
but they're giving out lightning bets. They're giving out a same game parlays. So if you are going to bet this Super Bowl, you need to sign up for uh, points bet because they hook it up. So that being said, Garrett, can I give out my MVP, my value MVP pick? I want to hear it. All right, let me get this out of the way first. I, 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 I'm operating. <laughs> value MVP pick. Hassan Reddick plus 3500. Okay. Now, I know this, this is a value pick. 3500 is a very steep, you know, it's 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 a long shot, right? In the last nine seasons, there have been two defensive players who have won the MVP. Okay. Last nine seasons, that there's two. So that's 22%. And I'm not a mathematician, but that's not bad, right? Okay. So since 2008, Patrick Mahomes has the highest QBR, most passing touchdowns in the NFL against the Blitz. Don't Blitz, don't Blitz the Chiefs because Mahomes finds success. That's fine. Eagles don't Blitz a lot, right? They rank 17th in the NFL in Blitz. So they don't Blitz a ton. They have success with a four-man front, so they don't need to Blitz. They have 60 sacks and 180 times they've contacted the QB with a four-man front. Since 2020, Mahomes, when he's contacted more than 10 times a game, he's 9-7 and seven and has a 62% completion percentage. So not very good. Mid, very mid. Okay. We all saw what, the, what uh, Hassan Reddick did to the 49ers. Okay. He took out Brock Purdy, ended his Cinderella season. Right. They also took out another quarterback. And that's something that, can we talk about that real quick, Garrett? That's when people saying, oh, um, you took out uh, Brock Purdy. We didn't have our, our quarterback, blah, blah, blah. C- can we talk about what happened there? Okay. You had a backup tight end blocking yeah. the guy who has the second most sacks in the NFL. Okay. So as a coach, you're dumb. You're dumb. <laughs> okay. You ha- you're, 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 you're scheming your offense and you have the guy on the end who has the second most sacks in the NFL and you have a backup tight end trying to block him. He blows through, blows out the UCL of your quarterback, okay? We saw what happened. Then Josh Johnson comes in. They wreck him, too. Bro, your job is to protect the quarterback. As a coach, you didn't do it. You didn't do it. So I don't care when they're saying, oh, you you knocked on our quarterback. We didn't have a quarterback. But why did it happen? It happened because you didn't block properly. You didn't block the best defensive line in the NFL. You did it wrong. That's a coaching mistake. So that's your fault. And not only did they knock out one, they knocked out two quarterbacks. Yep. So, so I don't care what you have to say. Like, oh, they're, they're, you know, what you knocked out. We knocked out two quarterbacks. So I, I mean, even if you had one in there, it doesn't matter. So Super Bowl 50, Von Miller was the MVP. He had six tackles, two and a half sacks, one pass defended. Hassan Reddick, the last two playoff games. Eight tackles, three and a half sacks, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery. Hassan Reddick this season tied for the second most sacks, tied for first most forced fumbles. So if it's going to go to defensive player, because I can also see it going, because I can see uh, Jalen Hurts throwing for 213 yards, uh, maybe a rushing touchdown, giving, a, you know, Kenny Gainwell's got two touchdowns or Miles Sanders got two touchdowns. But the big defensive play comes from Hassan Reddick. So, I'm not saying he's going to win MVP, but I'm saying the value at 3,500 on Hassan Reddick from a guy who has the second most sacks and the first most forced fumbles in the NFL, that's good value. Tell me I'm wrong. 
No, you're not. Especially at plus thirty five hundred. You said two out of the last nine. I mean, right then and there, it's you give yourself a twenty two percent chance, right, of of that possibly happening. And at plus thirty five hundred, you're that's basically saying there's no way that's happening. Whereas you know the percentages over the last nine nine Super Bowls are telling you you have a little bit better of a chance than that plus thirty five hundred. And like you said, if it's going to be a defensive player, it's definitely going to be Hassan Reddick. There's nobody on the Chiefs defense that's going to win it, right? So if Chris, you believe the Chris Chiefs Jones, are going to – Chris Jones is the only, only one. And that's yep. – and and he would have to be wrecking havoc against the Eagles offensive front, which is pretty damn fucking good. <laughs> you know, and that's not really going to happen. Um, who was it? I saw a statistic today, and I'm so pissed off that I'm blanking right now. But one of the interior linemen for the Eagles has more sacks than Chris Jones. Um, fudge. Fudging A. I can't bring it up. One of the interior linemen has more sacks than Chris Jones when he's lining up on the interior of the D-line than Chris Jones does. Um, so that's that's uh, right there. <laughs> no, I, I, I believe it on that. Like I said, if anybody, any defensive player, Chiefs, Eagles, I think Hassan Reg is definitely the guy. Like I said, if it's going to be a defensive player, it's going to be him. Yeah. Bottom here. line. Yeah. So that's where the value is. That's why I'm saying um, that's your value pick, 3,500. Garrett, come on. Give me something good, man. Well, to piggyback off of that because of how good Hassan Reddick and the Eagles defense has been playing, I'm looking to take Pat Mahomes to throw an interception, which Ooh. is right now at minus 122. Well, you look at Pat Mahomes. Normally, he's been doing great, right? He's been doing great things throughout the entire playoffs. You would think, yeah. Right. He hasn't thrown an interception in his last three games. Well, he has not thrown an interception, not not thrown an interception in four straight games dating back to 2020. So that means he's not not thrown an interception in four consecutive games dating back all the way to 2020, and also. And Mahomes in his two previous Super Bowls has thrown four interceptions, two in each game. So I thoroughly expect him to get through this with at least one interception thrown. We know how well the Eagles have been pressuring the quarterback, and I expect that to be more of the same here. Eagles have great pass defense. They're one of the tops in the league, I believe, in – uh, takeaways and interceptions as well. I'm expecting more of that here. I mean, Mahomes just to throw one interception at minus 122, where I think he's going to have to sling this ball ball around as much as humanly possible. Garrett, say that again though. You said Pat Mahomes in his last two Super Bowls. Give that give that stat for the interception. His last two Super Bowls. Yes, his last two Super Bowls. He has thrown four interceptions, two in each of those games. <laughs> Last two Super Bowls, he's thrown two interceptions in each game. Wow. And then you also said in the last, he hasn't gone a four games stretch without throwing a pick. Is that correct? That's correct. That is correct. Right now he's he's three straight. So he's trying to go four straight without a pick. And that hasn't happened since October of 2020. Mm, I like it. I like it. I think uh, we'll get into – game plan and kind of how the game's going to get played out. But I do think you pressure Mahomes, he makes mistakes. Ipso facto, Super Bowl when they play the Bucks, right? Yep. Saw what exactly. happened. The Bucks got yep. to him, scrambling around, makes mistakes, 
forces something because he's a playmaker, right? That's going right. to happen. No pun intended playmaker. Um, <laughs> but you do, you make mistakes, right? You get pressured and he forces stuff and especially against a defense like this. And we'll get into those stats later, but exactly. And, and also he doesn't have a Tyreek Hill to bail him out this, this go around. Sure. So and I don't expect him to just, you know, run around and just chuck the ball up and there's a Tyreek Hill being able to catch the ball from him. Juju Smith-Schuster is not Tyreek Hill. Kelsey can't stretch the defense as well as Tyreek Hill either. So right. I think one of those errant passes is definitely going to be picked off. Yeah, you don't have a five foot three dwarf just like hanging out in the middle <laughs> behind a linebacker that you can get the ball to and make something right. happen, right? Right. Exactly, man. Exactly. Oh, uh, guys. FTN, guys. Everybody asks us. We say it every week. Garrett. Pete, you guys are so handsome. You're so adorable. You're smart. You're intelligent, educated. Where do you guys get this information? And we tell you every time, guys, all this stuff that we find is on FTM bets. So all you got to do is scan that QR code. Go to ftnbets.com slash free. You get three free day trial and you get all this information. Breakdowns, linebackers, quarterbacks, who's given up touchdowns, how many yards, all that kind of stuff. So it's a free three-day trial. Give it a try. If you like it, keep it. If not, no sweat off your back. But ftmbets.com slash free. And all you got to do is scan that QR code. Super simple. Super Garrett, can simple. you confirm? I can. I can. Best best tools out there. Betting calculator. Parlay calculator. It's the way to do it. Get Simply all the, the best. Better than all the rest. Speaking of props, Garrett. Can I give you my favorite prop? My favorite legit prop of the Super Bowl. Okay, I want to hear it. You know, I want to I want to hear like some like a one of your crazy props too, but let's hear this one first. Oh, I already made the my, my my watch is picking up all this stuff. All right, this is a regular prop, okay? All right. AJ Brown over 70 and a half receiving yards, okay? This is a normal prop. So, A.J. Brown, over 70 half receiving yards. You think, oh, that's a lot of yards, right? A.J. Brown has eclipsed this number nine times this season, okay? He has five 100-yard games this season, which is the fourth most in Eagles history. He's having one of the best seasons as a wide receiver for the Eagles ever. Having one of the best seasons as a wide receiver for the Eagles, okay? He's the only one in the league. That has 1,200 yards and 16 yards per catch. Nobody else has that. Okay? Last two playoff games, he's had 14 targets. So you can chop that up seven targets a game. It didn't go out like that. It was like six and eight, but 14 targets over the last two playoff games. Yards are coming, dude. When you're getting targeted that much, you're going to get yards. Especially when you're averaging six over 16 yards a game. Miles Sanders. Kenny Gainwell are going to gash you. They're going to gash you, right? Eagles have one of the best rushing. They have the best rushing offense in the NFL, okay? So if you don't scheme against that, you're going to get blown out, okay? Kenny Gainwell and Miles Sanders are prolific. They're going to gash you up. So you need to you need to game plan against that or else they're going to, they're going to just gash you up. So if you don't commit to it, you're going to get screwed, which will inevitably open up passes down the field for A.J. Brown like we've seen time and time again stat to know 
Chiefs have allowed the second most touchdowns to opposing wide receivers this season. Second most touchdowns to opposing wide receivers. A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith are going to be guarded by two rookies, two rookie cornerbacks. I know Sneed is coming back, apparently. I didn't know what the whole story was about that, but they have two rookie ride, two wook, bleh, not Wookiees. We're not Star Wars. Two rookie DBs lining up at Devonta Smith and A.J. Brown. Good fucking luck, dude. Good luck in the Super Bowl. You give up the second most touchdowns to wide receivers in the NFL. Have a good day. A.J. Brown over 70 and a half receiving yards. Tell me I'm wrong. Give me a reason why it wouldn't hit, besides saying in the last two games he hasn't gotten over 30 yards. Oh. Uh, argument. Well, I mean, I feel I feel like that's got to hit, right? I mean, between him and Devonta Smith, those are the two that are going to be eating up all the target share, especially on the outside. They should be getting one-on-one coverage. I don't expect them to be bracketing either one of those two. And they should be able to torch that that defense, especially. And I really like the uh, the anytime, well, you know, for how, for both of them. How about too that AJ Brown gets butt hurt if he doesn't get the ball? I mean, I think we yeah, saw what was it, like three games. I don't know if it was two or three games ago. Um, he had over a hundred yards during the game. He had over a hundred yards, and he was on the sideline. He was throwing a fit. Nick Sirianni went over and like petted his head. Didn't like that, and he was like, "I want the ball regardless." He's like, "I can have a thousand yards, and I want a thousand and ten, because that's just how he is." Do you going to tell me in the biggest game of his life he's not going to garner the ball oh, yeah. and say yeah. like, "Give me the fucking ball, Jalen"? And, and and I think the run game is what's going to open it up. Kenny game, well, they're going to pound, pound, pound. Uh, last game that they played uh, against the Niners, their last nineteen plays. 18 or 19 plays were all run plays. And I understand they're up and all that stuff, but they still drove down the field and they scored. They yeah. ran 19 run plays and they scored 10 points, a touchdown and a field goal. So I understand, you know, defense is depleted, whatever. I don't I don't really care because that that run game, RPOs, Jalen's going to take off. You got two great running backs. That's going to open up that one-on-one coverage against rookie DBs. Boo! I like it. You're getting targeted seven targets in a game. I just I just see it happening. AJ Brown also to anytime touchdown score plus one twenty. Devontae Smith Ooh, plus plus one, money. Yeah, plus one sixty five and Devontae Smith as well for a oh. anytime touchdown score. And I really like Kenneth Gainwell anytime touchdown score plus three sixty. Bro, his um his MVP is sneaky frisky too, dude. What is it? Um, let me just Where's pull that? this up here. Plus 1900 or something like that. I made a graphic on it earlier. Uh, 12,500. So there's an MGM better. He put $2,500 for Kenny Gainwell to have MVP. It pays out $312,500. That's insane, bro. Yeah. So, but you think about like this like, if you're going to think who's going to win the game, um, Isaiah Pacheco, I mean, he could easily be an MVP. If you think the Chiefs are going to win the game and he gets two touchdowns and 80 yards, you know, maybe Mahomes throws a pick or two, like you mentioned. It could go to a running back like that. But then also, too, I mean, Eagles are favored, dude. They're favored for a yeah. reason. They're the better team. They're more healthy. Um, they have better O-line. You, you, you can argue a lot of stuff. So if you're going to think – I mean, that's a, it's just a sneaky good pick if, if you like yeah. any gain well. Right, and then if if you also talk about the favorite, right? 
the favorite's been smacking in these Super Bowls over, you know, since the inception of the Super Bowl, right? They're 36 and 20 straight up. 36 right and 20. Okay. Did straight up. That. Right. And the Super Bowl winners are covering 47, 7, and 2 as well coming into this game. 47 wins, 7 losses, and 2 draws on the cover against the spread. So the and winner is going to cover. That's what you're yeah, saying. Pretty much. Favorites are 27, 27, and 2 against the spread uh, overall. But uh, the Super Bowl winner is if they win, they're more than likely covering the spread. Granted, the the spread is so low; it's only at one and a half right. majority of the time. You're going to cover that, but you know, even if they were like a three point spread, they're say, still saying that probably the the favorite probably got to cover if they do win, or whoever wins is probably going to cover the spread. So, yeah. So you might as well just take the cover as opposed to the money line. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Listen. You're eating you're eating too much juice on. You know, on the side, anyways, might as well just eat a little bit of that vig and get that minus one ten or or minus uh, one oh seven if you're on points. But all right, Garrett, I gave you my prop. What do you got next? I know you got a uh, you got a total. Let, let's see yeah. your total before we get into the game. All right, we see the game going out. So give me your total. I like the under fifty and a half here. I really under. do. 50 yeah. is a high number too. It is because the totals of 50 or more in the Super Bowl in the last in the last 13 times that the the total has been 50 or more, it's three nine and one. It's only gone over three times, 30 percent or a little less than 30 percent. Um, and the over under in the last 10 years has been five and five. Chiefs in their Super Bowl are owing three on the over under, and the Eagles in the Super Bowl are one and two on the over under as well. So one, one and five in those games uh, between the Chiefs and the Eagles in the Super Bowl over the over under. So yeah, I'm, I'm taking the, I'm going with the trends here, guys. I'm taking the trend and the trend is telling me it's staying under the total. And I expect the Eagles defense to be able to hold the Chiefs um, offense in check. I mean, they've what, been holding offenses in the playoffs to only seven points in the last two games. Um, and the Chiefs defense has been playing moderately well in the playoffs as well, holding you know their their opponents under twenty points per game as well. So I'm expecting a good, a more defensive game than everybody thinks. You know, everybody's seeing the the prediction 37-34 yeah, win. You want or, points? You know, because you know because it's going to be a you know people think it's going to be a high scoring game, but then you look at last last year's game. It was what 23-20. Everybody thought it was gonna be more high scoring as well because you know Burrow and the Bengals were you know killing it and and so was Cooper uh, Cooper Cup and you know and Matt Stafford they were lighting it up too but and then they come in and they throw more of a stinker it was not a very exciting game I don't expect this game to be very exciting as some people do uh, I mean it's gonna be a good game it's gonna be closely fought back and forth. But I don't expect them to just go out there and light it up, especially the Eagles. They really don't want to do that. They don't want to get into a shootout with the Chiefs. If they do that, that they're probably going to lose. They want to be able to maintain control of the ball, maintain time of possession, and I think that's going to eat away at that uh, 50 and a half mark. That's going to bring me into my game script. The game script got leaked, leaked to me, guys. Eagles are winning. Money line. 
Eagles money line. Got it already got leaked to me, so they already told me. And like you mentioned, Garrett, they don't want Mahomes on the field, right? right? So how do you do that? You run the ball, but can you run the ball if you don't have a good running team? No. Well, the Eagles do have a good running team, dude. They have the number one rushing team. Let's look at the stats here. Number one rushing team in yards per game. 208 rushing yards per game. What? The next best team, the Ravens at 155. That's over 50 yards more on the ground. The Eagles have per game than anybody else. They rocket past anybody else, dude, as far as the rushing game goes, because you got a quarterback that can run. You have Kenny Gainwell and Miles Sanders, two running backs that can run. You can put someone else in motion. So this run game, they put drives together like seven minutes long. So that, that's how they that's how they keep teams at bay here. You keep the other offense off the field, and you grind it down with the run game. That's how championships are won, and that's how I see this game being played out is that uh, – Leaning on that run game, and you got two good running backs, and you have a quarterback who's mobile as well. Number one rushing team in the NFL, 208 yards per game. Number one. Second team will be the Ravens at 155, so 50 yards more than that, okay? So that's one area of how they're going to win this game, right? Let's look at defense. Defensive leaders, yards allowed per game on the defense, Eagles, Number one, ranked number one, 195 yards per game, their opponents ranked, okay? That's number one in the NFL, okay? Number two is going to be the Ravens behind that at 234. Wow. Eagles have a great defense. Number one, defensive leaders. Let's look at sacks. Number one in sacks in the NFL. What else do we have here? Uh, Turnover differential, number two in turnover differential, like you mentioned, There'll be a pick. There'll be a fumble recovery. We talked about Hassan Reddick, fumbles, fumble recoveries. Defense stacked. Offense stacked. Running game stacked. This is why the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl. So that's how I see it being played. They're going to lean on the run game, and that's going to open up those passing lanes like we talked about, that one-on-one coverage with A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. All those things are going to open up, and that's why the Eagles are going to win. So that's how I see it. That's how I see it happening. Look for a lot of rushing yards too. There, there's going to be a lot of rushing yards. They're going to keep Mahomes off the field. They're going to put together seven minute drives, sixty five plus yards down the field, seven minutes long, and score the football. I'm sorry, score, not score the football. It sounds dumb, but you get it right. <laughs> I I get it, and I'm, I totally agree with you. We we also forget that the Chiefs were, you know, you know, they were they were good this year, right? Bad against very good. They're, they were terrible against the spread throughout the entire season. You know, there's there's not been many teams that have been so bad against the spread and make the Super Bowl. I think this is only the four team in Super Bowl history that have gone as bad as they have done so, you know, all season long against the spread and actually make the Super Bowl and win and impossibly win. They would be one of the, the only ones to win with such a bad, you know, against the spread uh, record. But um, And they've also so- been – very mediocre throughout their season, right? When has the Eagles at full strength look mediocre? When they didn't have Jalen Hurts. That's it. Right. When When they they didn't have Jalen Hurts. When they weren't at full strength. Eagles at full strength have never looked mediocre, ever. Chiefs at full strength have looked mediocre. They lost to the Colts this year. I mean, just point blank right there. Eagles would never lose 
They have not lost to a really bad team at full strength. So you're riding with Here. Eagles money line as well. I'm taking the money. I'll give you the. I'll lead the points. I mean, if they're winning, they're they're covering that spread. They are. There's only a one and a half point spread right now. They're covering that spread. I'll I'll you know I'll eat the the, the line right there. I'll lay it out there. I don't expect it to be a one point game. Like I said, favorites thirty six and twenty overall straight up. Um, they're forty seven seven and two as well when they cover. I mean, come on. I think it's a no brainer here. I mean, I. I just don't. I don't expect Mahomes to to pull this win out of his ass. I just don't expect it to happen. Eagles, I I think are just too well rounded, and Mahomes is going to have to do way too much to get the job done here. And I don't expect him to do it. They're a favorite for a reason, right? Right. I mean, they're a favorite. Right. It's a neutral, neutral playing field, healthy quarterbacks. They're the favorite. Okay. And I think people forget what happened when the Bucks played the Chiefs. Do you remember that Super Bowl? Yep. It wasn't competitive. It wasn't nope. competitive. No, that Patrick was boring. Mahomes <laughs> running around 30 yards in the backfield, running around. Yep. He's falling over, sidearm, makes a cool sidearm pass. Is he falling over? That's great. They caught it. It's still fucking lost. It doesn't matter. So I think this defense really shows up. And I wouldn't be yep. I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't a contest going into the fourth quarter. I'll be honest with you. Just a straight up blowout. I'm not saying a blowout. I'm saying um, they could be up by seven, could be up by 10 um, in the fourth quarter, and uh, the Eagles run the ball um, and and just kind of close it out. I, I, I don't know if it's going to be that close. I'll be honest with you, dude. I think right. this defense really does put pressure on Mahomes, and like you said, he's going to make mistakes, and um, and, and Broad Street's going to burn, dude. The, the, these Philly people are going to go nuts, yeah, and they are. Uh, they're going to grease the poles, and, and it's oh, going to yeah. be good. So, um, uh, last time, good. Got, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but last until, time, all hell, last time, until all hell breaks loose. Last time Philly was in the Super Bowl, they were underdogs as well. They had a backup quarterback in Nick Foles playing, right? Nobody gave them any respect. They fucking beat yeah. Tom Brady, dude. So yeah. when, when, when Philly is a, when Philly is an underdog, that's well, a bad spot for you, dude. That's a bad spot. When Philly is an underdog, that's a bad spot. Because they were an underdog in that in that Super Bowl against Brady. They got a backup quarterback. Like, I know you can talk about different teams and all that kind of stuff, but just as a you know, a team and a city or whatever, bad spot when they're an underdog, dude. Like this city thrives on being the underdog. And that's one thing I've I've noticed from from moving here is everybody hates Philly. Everybody hates Philly fans, they hate Eagles fans, they hate they Phillies do. fans. All this stuff, dude. Like all, all this stuff that I got. I just moved here last year. Like I'm, I'm, I assimilated to the culture. Like I tell you, like I'm, I haven't been a Phillies fan since you know I've been a, a little kid. I'm Chicago, born and raised. You know that's why I got a Sheffield Shuffler. I'm Chicago. I was Chicago forever. But now I lived here. I pay my taxes here. This is where my future is. I'm gonna raise my child here. So now we're Philly. This is my family. This is how it works now. But them as an underdog, dude. Bad Whoa. news, dude. Don't do it. Well, they're a favorite in this spot. Sure, but I'm saying, but but well, have I, they, I, I, look at all the media and everybody right, saying, do right. they get do they get any they're respect? Writing, no, how many no, how many right. teams have you heard say they've had an easy road to the Super Bowl? I've oh, never heard that from any other team that says they've had an easy road to the Super Bowl. I've heard that from, from so many people talking about the the Eagles. They they haven't faced anybody. They 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 have an easy schedule. They had an easy road to the Super Bowl. They didn't have to play a quarterback in the 49ers. Yeah, because they knocked out the quarterback of the 49ers. Like 
yeah, I've never heard so many people talk about the easy road. This is the NFL, dude. There's a movie called Any Given Sunday because any team can win. These are professional teams on the yeah. field. So when you're not giving the Eagles respect, I, I mean, I, I don't take it like personal, but I'm just like, bro, this team's a fucking unit, dude. Like yeah. on all sides of the ball, this team's a unit. So I, I don't understand where where the 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 shit talking is and and people saying that they're undeserving and they haven't been tested. Okay, so is this the test? This is their only test all year out of you know they've won fourteen games. They lost three. Three of those were or yeah, three of those were without their starting quarterback. And they haven't been tested all year. It's just it's just ridiculous to me if I if I'm being honest. Does that make sense or no? No, it definitely does. I mean, like I said. People just hate on the Eagles. It's just the way it is. You know, they did the same thing when they made the the Super Bowl, uh, you know, the last time. No one thought that they would win. No one thought they would do well. And no one thought they would even make it there. I mean, granted, they beat my Vikings and I wanted my Vikings to win. But, you know, I was a little salty. But, you know, they, they did well, man. I mean, and here they are again, just, you know, later down the road. And I'm expecting the same same outcome, really. I really do. Good defense. They always have good defense, and their offense has been electric all season long. So, I'm with you, my man. That's all I got for uh, for today. That's all I got too, bro. We're in it. We're in it to win it, right? In it to win it. It's our last episode, Garrett. I know. I'm very upset. Last episode for the season. Thank you guys for watching, everybody that Thank participates you. and comments and talk shit. Even if you talk shit, we appreciate it just because yeah. engagement's good. I mean, we, <laughs> we're not claiming that we know everything, but we just bring statistics and information and try to entertain you a little bit and give a little bit of an edge if you know if you don't want to do the research. So we appreciate it, everybody. Guys, Garrett, hopefully we'll be back next season with the Playmaker Football Betting Show. I will be here. Hopefully. <laughs> guys, make sure you watch Garrett. Um, if you guys are into UFC, Garrett, let everybody know where they can follow you for uh, UFC information. Yeah, guys. You can follow me, uh, Fight Analyst LLC, on Twitter, The Fight Analyst LLC on Instagram, and The Fight Analyst on TikTok, The Fight Analyst on Facebook. You just put in The Fight Analyst, I'll pop up everywhere. I am the one and the only Fight Analyst, so follow me everywhere. You got it. All right, guys. Appreciate it. We'll catch you next season. Thanks for watching.